0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can
1: find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
2: And I'm Rory M. Spence, and you can find me at Hangover Reviews and at Dog Network.
0: Perfect. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me again.
1: Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for having everybody. <laughs> thanks for... Uh, Thanks for having me over for dinner, guys. It was a it was a great thing. Today we're talking about minute number one forty two. The minute's gonna start out with uh, some crazy light shows happening down at the scout ship, and uh, you know everybody's looking upon it. The minute's gonna end with a monstrous monster mon mon moth mon, mon. There's a monster. Is this a kaiju? I think it is. That's a f- what we were talking about it like yeah. 2 weeks ago or something. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's, uh, think it's still counts. considered a kaiju.
2: Yeah. Kaiju just means big monster,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, it's just giant monster. Well, it means monster and then die kaiju would be a giant monster. Uh, but yeah. anyways. Yeah. Welcome back to Monster Minute, Monster Mash Minute. Write that down. Um, today is Tuesday uh for those of you listening. And uh man, I've been waiting Let me uh let me break it down for people. When when we started this Dawn of Justice uh Season. There was one minute in this entire 187 adventure that I've been waiting for, and it's this minute right here, minute 142, um, when Wonder Woman was text messaging Bruce Wayne or whatever. Um, they're sending emails, and it and we saw in, in those minutes back in the day. Um, where it was like Monday, and I and it was starting to click in my head. But even before we started the adventure, um, I really want to talk about this minute because today is Tuesday, and uh, if you go on the Donald Justice album by Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, the song, the, the cue of music that is written out for Doomsday is called Tuesday. It's not called Doomsday. It's called Tuesday. Um, Did you plan that out? There's a whole bunch of stuff about Tuesday and Doomsday. Did you this. plan it out for being the first time we see Doomsday? I didn't plan Tuesday? it out. See how I lined up that today is Tuesday and Doomsday is introduced in this minute? Yeah, I'm saying and like, like the song is, is called Tuesday. You planned it out. I didn't plan it out. Yeah, it fell into place. And that is what's so incredible about this minute. So today is Tuesday. Tuesday is Do- Doomsday's theme in Dawn of Justice. Um It could have been a sly way of, you know, keeping the spoiler, it spoiler free. Of course, the trailer ruined that about Doomsday existing in this movie. But um, yeah, so you know how we have like Sunday is like Sunday and Monday is like moon day and Thursday is like Thor's day. What Mm -hmm. is this from? What? Just in general? (laughs) Just in general? Yeah, like how we name things after gods and days of the week. Um, So Tuesday being T I W. Tuesday is the god of single combat, victory, and heroic glory in Norse mythology. Alright. Yeah. And um, the second line of Solomon Grundy's poem, Christened on a Tuesday, could go into the whole Jesus allegory that we have in this film. And um and I believe in the actual Death of Superman comic, yeah. Either it came out on a Tuesday or in yeah, that book the, he died on
0: a Tuesday. I think it was on a Tuesday. The paper says it at the end, like the last yeah. the last page I believe yeah. is
1: the, the newspaper so it all revolves around tuesday and like i said diana and bruce when they were sending out emails uh while this thing was happening it was just about to turn from like monday like eleven fifty nine at night yeah. into tuesday so we know it's tuesday today uh in this minute so it's just it's been blowing my mind that this all kind of <laughs> links together and introduces the character doomsday um i love it so much and I just wanted to get that off my chest because I've been holding it in for 141 minutes, and uh, yeah, I finally made it, and it's on record now. <laughs> keep so no the, uh... one, no one can, uh, no one can take that away from me now. No, no, they cannot.
0: <laughs> keep the um, the time of day, I guess, uh, relevant because uh, at the end of everything, it definitely plays into a uh, to effect. If, if you're saying it's early Tuesday morning right now, mm-hmm. right? like you know, twelve, one o'clock, or something like that, yeah, yeah, we're getting into some things. Just keep it in mind. I'll uh, I'll bring it up and what two or three weeks
1: yeah what what happens
0: on ash wednesday you get a cross
1: on your forehead with ashes okay keep that in mind because i know nothing about that religion <laughs> so you're gonna have to explain because if this is tuesday ash, and tomorrow's ash, well, wednesday. Ash wednesday
0: it yeah. was um wasn't doesn't it have to do it like palm sunday like all the all the palm fronds you got to burn them all and then i don't you know take the what you you get you get blessed by them you get blessed by the palm fronds. Yeah, it's something like that. The palms are like blessed, and people make roses and crosses out of them.
1: Okay, uh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I'm
2: agnostic, so um. yeah, I think we're all <laughs> yeah, on the same. Yeah, go see. I
0: mean, yeah, no, it's let's uh
1: get lost. Let's talk about the actual minute here. Now that I finally got everything off my chest about this minute, um, so we start with this great shot. I love this shot here of the Superman statue with the scout ship behind it. And like yep. this, just an amazing, amazing camera shot work. Even if it's all CGI, like it looks beautiful. And uh, if you can't tell the difference, then it then it works, right? Um, but yeah, let's see. Oh, your favorite people, uh, Rory, the I know, old, yeah. the Daily Metropolis <laughs> people, at it again, doing nothing.
2: Yep. Let's uh, yeah, my well, uh, Jenny and Perry again. No, no Steve this time.
1: No, he he learned his lesson. He got out of there real quick. <laughs>
2: yeah. As soon and, as the lights uh, went out, he was he was gone.
1: Yeah. And we actually found out that Clark took his job. So he's he writes oh, yeah, sports okay. now. So. Yeah. Um but the first yeah.
2: though, Ness this, though is those, the unusual activity at crash site is the headline, the CNN headline uh, there, which is a huge understatement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I think we asked this, and and I don't know if we got a good answer, but I know there's lightning going off the scout ship for like our for us as the audience to see it. Because, but in real life, do you think they're seeing the lightning, or is the lightning just?
2: You can see it on the screen there, the yeah,
1: but that's for us as the audience to see it, right? Like I don't know if lightning is vi- like. Visi- well, how would they know if there's the unusual activity
2: at
0: the scout ship if there wasn't any lightning? Would the lights just be flickering. I don't if
2: know. If it was just for us as an audience, why would it also appear on the TV, though, like in, in the Daily Planet office? Yeah, maybe. You can still see the lightning on it.
1: If I saw lightning like that, like, tesling over yeah. onto buildings and stuff, yeah, I'd get out of there real quick.
0: What do you yeah. think would happen if, like, you got if you were just in the path of that lightning? You
1: think you'd just get
0: obliterated?
1: Yeah, like Dr. Manhattan style. Yeah. When he gets yeah. hit with, like, the oh, lightning oh. and, like, evaporates... Like that's what I would think would happen. But you know, my the person I am in life, if I see something like that, I always think everything's gonna explode. I always think like, oh, it, like there's gonna be some sort of pressure and things are gonna explode. I I think my oven will explode explode all the time. Like really, I'm, I'm afraid of my own oven because <laughs> every time it like makes a, a a noise, like it's flickering to like yeah turn the gas into flame again and stuff like that. I'm always like. What if it just explodes? I always second guess my gas grill, my yeah. propane tank, and everything. Like that's yeah. still—I don't ever
0: want to. I've seen videos of just gas grills exploding on the side of houses, and like that's not yeah. something
1: that I want to ever experience. I'm very, yeah. And you smoke cigarettes, so you—I mean—that would be a constant fear for me. Like, yeah. Is it okay to throw a cigarette here? Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. And so <laughs> and so, I'm I'm very explosion aware or paranoid of explosions. So even. Even if, you know, this was just some monster that was going to pop out of the spaceship or whatever. Um, I don't know that. And if I was at the Daily Planet and I saw a building with electricity coming out of it.
0: Yo, that thing's about to explode. Yeah, it's
1: going to explode. <laughs> you know, it, the, the things humans have to fear most in reality is a nuclear bomb. Uh, and that's an explosion. And uh, that's, the, that's the height of our imagination when it comes to destruction. And I'm going to go for that.
0: That's the height of our imagination when it comes to destruction. Uh, I guess black hole would be the other I thing. I was going to say, that was an idea that was created, what, 70 years ago or something like that? 80 years ago? Yeah, we haven't created anything and we worse. we haven't had a, gr- a single better idea since. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not wrong, right? I mean,
1: if you saw that building... I mean, there was that
0: particle collider accelerator thing that... Are we talking
1: about the flash
2: or something? No,
0: that real thing that oh, actually yeah. exists. Like, um, ser- the...
2: Uh, uh, the... 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 Experiment to find the Higgs boson.
1: Yeah. I'm supposed to make black holes and stuff. And Yeah, so black holes are, are pretty scary too because uh, the first thing you would hear is the pop of everyone's foot leaving the ground as they get sucked into a black hole. Anyways, what? Uh, pop of a foot leaving the ground? Yeah, it, let's say, let's say a, a black hole rolled over onto Earth and like, you know. Just started sucking it all up. Yeah, the first thing you hear is the immense explosion of everyone's body being... Like breaking off. the sound barrier. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, man. And I don't know if I'm about that, but that I guess that's the height of our imagination. Obviously, I don't think a black hole is going to happen, but you know, me as a human in Metropolis, uh, yeah, an explosion sounds right. Like if you told me, "Hey, that thing's going to blow," I'd be like, "That thing looks like it's going to yeah. explode." Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'd I'd get out of there very quickly. Um, I or just just don't stay there. I don't know. Like, you're, if anything, go to, like, the Daily Planet basement or, you know, in a lot of Godzilla films, they're like, hey, let's just get into the subway because we'll be fine because it's underground. Like, that makes sense. They're prepared. They've had, like, 60 plus years of Godzilla films. They know what to do now. Godzilla doesn't go under, only in the
0: Matthew Broderick movie does he go underground?
1: Yeah, because he's, like, small enough to go underground.
0: No other Godzilla movie he goes underground. He's too tall to get under there.
2: <laughs> How do you get under there in the Matthew Broderick one? Because
1: he was, he a was tiny just a lizard. lizard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Does he go underground? I don't remember him. He's in Madison Square Garden for about... Yeah, isn't there? Isn't his nest, she, like, in the... She's yeah. nest? Yeah, isn't yeah. her
0: nest in the subway system? Their nest. No, it's
1: in, it's in Madison Square Garden.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah I think you might be right
1: yeah just go in the subways
2: I'm an fan that's why I know that
1: um, I believe you man <laughs> <laughs> we don't have subways here in Florida so we would be doomed uh, we anyways.
2: have a single line in Glasgow it's the third oldest subway system in the world here
0: is it packed is it busy
2: Uh, yeah can be yeah, especially with it? the snow recently, as I said people have been using the subway because all every other transport was cancelled.
1: Is the subway used a lot, like on a regular basis?
2: Yeah, it doesn't. I say it's just one circular line, so it doesn't. It doesn't go very far. But yeah, if you're going from city centre to the west end of the city, then yeah, you would use it. A lot of students use it because the colleges, the universities, in the west end.
1: And yeah, and then you can get really drunk. You don't have to drive. Yeah, exactly. It works perfectly. Let's <laughs> go. Let's pack it up, boys. We're, we're getting out of here. Next time, we'll go over to your place and we'll record yeah. in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll record on the actual subway. Oh, that's a better idea. And we'll promote it's, it. It's
2: very loud. I don't know if you get good quality <laughs> sound. Uh,
1: coming to you live from the Glasgow, <laughs> uh, Glasgow, uh, what, lightning tunnel? I don't know what it's called.
2: It's yeah, it nicknamed the Clockwork Orange because it's all painted orange. And it's a circle.
1: Okay, now we're promoting it, because that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. So, yeah. Can we get they, to the
2: important part here? Yeah, yeah the us
1: it. The important part being that Metropolis loses all the power in the city. Oh, no, no, no,
2: no, no. There's something more <laughs> important here. You've missed out. Take it away. we got what Perry is wearing here. I've had to pause it in the bit where the light flickers to actually yeah. see what he's wearing. But he has, he's gone for a bow tie this time, which and a, <laughs> and a, and a check shirt, a blue check shirt, a brown bow tie, and a brown waistcoat.
1: Yo, don't knock Perry's outfit. It's on point, right? Like oh, he's, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he makes very bold choices, and I admire him for that. He does. We yeah. talked about it before, having the Daily Planet
0: staffers still has like that uh, retro-modern look or whatever, mm-hmm. but I mean, the checkered shirt and a, and a bow tie, you can't. Yeah and it looks like a a,
2: a corduroy waistcoat you don't see that very often
0: you know you don't see corduroy much in florida to be honest with you i have one pair of corduroy pants and uh i don't i
2: don't get it i don't know why it's not more popular i used to have a lot uh, of corduroy shorts when i was a kid
0: Hmm. i have
2: just bought a brown corduroy tie believe it or not that sounds fantastic
1: and he said this one's for you steve Lombard." (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is very Steve Lombard. so we that so we at 70s so it kind of affects has has looks
0: yeah
1: yeah i think there's like yeah this uh the daily planet alone because when uh even in this minute we'll have some examples of people that are in kind of modern day like obviously anderson cooper who's on the television yeah. and um members here in the national uh, national military command center their normal dress for formal or business, you know, like yeah. people wear that on the, on the regular in today's world. Um, but everyone at the daily planet has like this weird 1940s blend with 2010 ish. Like there's this modern yeah. mixed with like golden age Superman type clothing. And, uh, yeah, the, their wardrobes are just all on point. Like even in like throughout this movie, uh, Clark Kent, uh, when he's like a reporter and he's in Gotham and everything, like he looks very well dressed um I do like the tie on Anderson Cooper, though that nice uh it was that teal yeah, it's like uh it's like a turquoise turquoise
2: tie. yeah, I'd call it turquoise yeah,
1: yeah, S- S- matches skinny. his eyes.
2: you guys like Anderson Cooper? I never
0: had a problem with Anderson Cooper, yeah, I, kind I, of, I like him
1: I, I don't know
2: I know I know, I know, him. I know of him, but yeah, yeah obviously I don't see him much only him like in reference mm-hmm. to things in occasional YouTube clips yeah. of interviews and stuff
0: but. he's got some good he's got some good things he does uh, it's always a treat when he's on 60 minutes that's all I got <laughs> that's all I got
1: very <laughs> handsome guy um, and I'm sure he's a nice guy probably um, we come back and we see General Swanwick General Swanwick now right Secretary Secretary, Secretary Defense, of Defense Swanwick yeah, yeah. Um, he's got an okay tie. I don't know if I agree <laughs> with it.
2: Yeah, I, I like his tie, and he's gone for the uh, the classic uh, full Windsor knot. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> fa- full Windsor. yeah, Yeah, I like I like the full Windsor knot. I do like ha- I like how big it is. Uh, I like halves.
2: Actually, yeah, I I do that whenever I'm doing something formal. I wear ties every day, but I usually do more casual knots. But if I do, if I'm going to something formal, I always go for the the full Windsor. I don't
0: know if I've ever done a full Windsor, to be honest with you. I usually have a lot of skinny ties. So you the can't half really Windsor is okay. That's a good
1: compromise. A good compromise? The that half looks. Windsor? <laughs> yeah. It looks but a yeah, little thinner.
2: There's um, a good knot. <laughs> I'm talking about knots, <laughs> dy- man. Uh, uh, one I do quite often is called a Manhattan knot. It's a bit of an unusual one. Uh, but it's sort of somewhere in between the half Windsor and the full Windsor. And it, it looks looks fair. It's more, it's not as straight. But as big as the full Windsor, but more squinty. And it's a very cool casual knot.
1: <laughs> There's nothing more uh, mundane on a Tuesday than talking about ties, tie knots. <laughs> tie oh, knot I suck. disagree,
2: man. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I love ties. I'm, uh, I'm sitting next to my tie collection. I've got about 40 ties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you really? That's awesome. Yeah. That I'm, is so cool. I'm
0: looking at this thing. Uh, the Manhattan is the normal tie that I usually do. Really, and I didn't. E- yeah, because that's. I'm looking at like the like the the directions <laughs> on how to actually do it, and yeah, that's the uh, that's the same one that I'm doing because it, it goes around twice from the back. That was the tie that I was that I was taught when I was. You know, oh yeah.
2: We may be talking about different times. The Manhattan's quite an unusual one. If you we were taught it as a kid, it would have been a, a strange
1: one. <laughs> He's a weird kid. He's, his what family was a... Uh, his his family... What I, most I, people are,
2: are taught as kids is the four-in-hand. That's just the twice-around, up-and-through.
1: I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if his parents taught him the, the Manhattan <laughs> knot. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. But, uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we're actually here at the... Uh, Oh, and now that I think about it, it's not Jenny who's watching Anderson Cooper. It's uh, good old uh, what's her name? It's Carol, Car- Carrie. Carrie Ferris. Carrie Ferris, not Carol Ferris, but Carrie Ferris. Yeah. Um, who's watching Anderson Cooper on on the television? And uh, yeah, this is where we get introduced to kind of like a a new point of view. Uh, we haven't been introduced to them much, uh, uh, except for like maybe one week of this entire movie where we talked about uh General Swanwick but yeah this is a new point of view that we're going to be having for the uh end of this film which is the National Military Command Center with Swanwick um a couple other I don't know military people that are in chief charge staff chief of staff Chiefs. kind of people this picture of uh, some ship from when we discovered America and took it away from Rory Spence. But, yeah, uh, for the most part... Oh God. <laughs> Not <yeah>. me personally. <laughs> yeah, nothing personal, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah. No hurt feelings. And uh, trust like I'm drinking tea at the moment. So. <laughs> oh, or drink coffee. I don't know <laughs> if that means a damn thing, but whatever. Um, Yeah, so... We cut back to the scout ship and I love this kind of shot of uh, Doomsday and like his kind of, his amniotic sack or his, uh, wound. Adam Warlock capsule. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we get like this little Kryptonian, little bot, and he's like swimming in the fluid. Gross. And uh, I just love that. I love that so much. There's another one right here on the other side. just And they like circle around Doomsday as he's being born. Oh, no. And, um... Something that we talked about throughout this this uh this movie is um the theme of mothers and how in Man of Steel it was all about father figures Jor-El uh, Jonathan Kent uh anti-father figure General Zod um and in this one it's all about mothers being the Martha Wayne and Martha Kent and uh you know here here we get uh proof that I think this bleeds into the mother theme again, being that Lex Luthor is about to birth this kind of doomsday figure. And so like we get this mother, yeah. we're, we're seeing something be born from like a womb and from like, uh you know, just, just, this creation. And even um
0: the blood of my blood. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's something like, I feel like a mother would say is, you know, the, the blood of my I'm blood. I'm pretty
0: sure my mother has said that to me at one point <laughs> in my life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ancient Krypton- Kryptonian deformity. Um Blood of My Blood. Born to destroy you. And so like I do get like kinda like this this plays into the whole mother aspect of it all. Um How did he know it was born to destroy Superman? Like did he like Just born to
0: destroy? <laughs> did he like clockwork orange him and like set him in front of like, you know, T V screens and show him pictures of Superman and and you know, the the S and they just brainwashed him and stuff and
1: Uh, we have some theories, uh, once, once Doomsday kind of gets a look around the place.
0: Yeah, but right now, he's just complete rage. He doesn't know, yeah, I guess he doesn't know Superman from super not man.
1: Yeah, because definitely, um, in tomorrow's minute, right, we're going to see that Doomsday is not just sent to destroy Superman. In fact, he doesn't know who is who you know what i mean
0: i mean yeah Tim, yeah not yet i guess he yeah. doesn't have a the the recognition
1: mhm but um so yeah like uh basically he introduces uh superman's doomsday which is this lovely being in this in this uh <laughs> water balloon and uh <laughs> what are your guys thoughts on on doomsday here oh see he yeah. um
0: Rory, you go first.
2: <laughs> I I like the look of him. I remember a lot of people um, sort of make it when the trailer came out. People sort of making fun of the look, putting Ninja Turtle masks on him and everything. But uh, I actually like the design of him. Yeah, uh, it's a big, sort of lizard ape, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, lizard ape. He I looks like really
0: that. orcish to me. Uh, urkai. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like him. Him being birthed is the same exact thing as an urkai. So like, it's. Like spit right out of that mouth. Um, I like him in his, I guess, s- final form better with the, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. bones. I want, I want to know why he doesn't have the bones right now. Like, uh, I guess because if you're like, if you have that host body of Zod and you just kind of turn it into a monstrosity thing, it doesn't necessarily have to have like bone growth. You I know think what I the mean?
2: idea is to show him adapting as he goes, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I assume because what is he adapting to? Radiation, maybe. I think as as the, hurt. the bones
2: are probably adapting to like physical hits, like yeah, bludgeoning damage to use a D and D term. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Good, yeah. <laughs> good, good. We can put it into terms we all understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, uh I gotta be honest. This is uh, this whole rest of the film is my favorite part of this movie. Uh I'm a huge fan of monster films uh, and i'd rather have superheroes fighting one big creature than fighting an army of mindless creatures that's just what i have a preference for and the the cgi work on this doomsday although the design is questionable by some people like it's still very superb because it feels like they got the lighting correctly because like they're in this they're in this scout ship. They're dealing with a CGI being rendered with all these light sources around it. And you really feel like the teeth and like it wiping this mucus off its face. Like it's all really well done CGI work. Like it feels the the mucus feels gooey. It feels slimy. The teeth feel like the actual bone. You, is
0: mucus just an overall general term for like goo, or does it specifically have to do with the it, nasal passages? It's not
1: mucus. I'm just calling it mucus.
2: No, I think. Well, I think what you would call the stuff in the amniotic sac would be mucus. Th- yeah, I think.
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I think. I think yeah. it is.
2: It was some sort of biological slime that has a purpose. Is mucus? Yeah,
1: some sort of fluid. Um, I didn't want to call it afterbirth. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, it is though. I think it is. Yeah. It is, and uh, it,
0: it honestly, it's the same thing as two towers with the Urakai being born, and yeah, like, he's wiping his
1: face, and it's he's breaking through that sack and like mm-hmm. wiping that stuff off his face, and I love it. I love it so much. How it's like, you know, this this fluid had to be programmed and rendered on his face, and then wiped off, and it's. It's hard to program CGI. that's was it.
0: A dude in a mocap suit, or is it all just CGI?
1: Maybe it is. Maybe it has to be mo- motion capture because they're, I don't know. But you still have to render all that saliva or goo fluid, like in it, like it like drips off because it like has like too much weight, so it just starts to fall off its hands, and uh, it's just an immense like well like underappreciated bit of CGI here because it's like th- no one ever questions it you're just questioning the actual look of doomsday, but like his cheeks are like, you know, he, he screams when he's born and like, you can see like the movement in, in the jaw Mm -hmm. as he, as he yells and you can see like well inside his mouth and you can just see like all the detail in the roof of his mouth and his teeth and the gums that they're attached to. And it's like, man, that takes a lot of time to, to render something like that out. And, uh, that's a good bit of CGI there. You know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of this doomsday creature. Um, I like the fact that as he gets hurt, he, the bones start to grow and he's like a newly born doomsday. You know, he's like, uh, what in doomsday? Like he was like a child, right? Nate. In you have any notes about doomsday or anything?
0: Yeah. So like in death of it was, uh, you know, Bertrand's curse was just this, this baby that, you know, was, was born thrown up against a rock, died born again thrown up against a rock died born again the same body over and over and over so like you know to try to uh toughen oneself from just dying and being reborn and, and whatnot and trying to speed up I guess the evolutionary process is what that was so can just you, can you try to re- relate it to what's going on I mean that that's what I try to feel like the, the bones were relating to uh, mm-hmm. later on in, in this film where it's um yeah, I guess it is a product of him getting hit, and you know the physical abuse, and just adapting to it. So, yeah, y- yeah you know, you just grow spikes.
1: Yeah, it's just I. Yeah, I, I will. I think I, I will always uh, defend this creature. Um, being in the film, it just yeah, it just looks good to me. And it, I think if they never showed it in the trailers
0: we would all be having a good time right now. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't mean that in like a negative way because the trailers were still good. It's just when they decided to drop the third act and it was like, oh, so this is what you're going to... So it's a Batman versus Superman movie as well as a death of, okay. And like at that moment, for me, it seemed like a little too much. I'm fine with Doomsday being in it. I'm fine with the ending of this movie. But just you didn't need to give it all up, you know, Mm -hmm. round one yeah
1: absolutely um rory what do you think got any closing notes or anything
2: uh no i have some more notes on doomsday but they apply more to the the next minute so i'll save them
1: fun cool Alrighty, guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today if you enjoyed anything or everything you heard find us on all social media at dcu minute uh, Facebook group, DC Cinematic Minute, Listeners Society, and TooledMedia.com where you can find Austin Powers Minute and Tarantino Minute on there as well. And uh, we also do a Patreon for $5. You can hear a bunch of bonus content from Nate and I. We also review comic books, so if you want to, uh, us to review a comic book for you, uh, go ahead and recommend one for us and we'll devote a whole episode to it. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys uh, tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.